Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Vanessa Raymond, an international speaker, author, confidence, and success coach. Hey, Vanessa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. So wonderful to be here. Well, thank you. Can you expand a bit more on you know where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you love working with? My people, well, I love working with entrepreneurs, speakers, and leaders. I'm especially attracted to the health and wellness industry, but I I really work with anybody. Um, I'm specifically attracted to the health and wellness industry because that is where my roots are. And um, just love helping entrepreneurs up-level their businesses and speakers. You know, the stage was my home for many years. I was a musical theater major. I performed professionally for many years. So I love uh, putting speakers on stage and getting them to really step into their genius uh, and showing them how to essentially be performers when they're on stage. Mm. So what do you actually help people to, to sort of work through and overcome in the, the first couple of steps? Why, why do they reach out to you? Well, I call myself a confidence and success coach, Mark, because I believe if we do not believe in ourselves, how can anyone else believe in us? So step number one is to really step into your own power, uh, understand that our self-image and our self-confidence is such a huge piece of being successful in any area of life, not only business. And Mm. uh, that in itself can be a journey. And so I love taking people on this journey of really discovering who they are, stepping into their strengths, understanding their weaknesses, but also understanding that um, we all have insecurities. And it is about understanding how to work our way through those and that they are not by any means uh, unique to us. We all live through those insecurities and those uh, weaknesses, but we have, it's, it's, it can be cultivated. Confidence, good self-image is something we can all have by cultivating great habits in our lives. Nice. What, what would you say is the... The, the typical thing that your clients come to you, what do you have to help them to, to work through and overcome so that they can you know, gain the wealth experience that you have? What is it that time and time again, you have to help them to work through? Well, Mark, all of us work so hard in our businesses on getting our systems in place, getting our funnels in place, getting our products ready, getting that high ticket offer ready. But if you are not confident in yourself and your own ability 
there's always that self-work. So mm. I work a little differently, as I say, what makes me unique from other maybe confidence coaches or life coaches because of my physical background. I really work from the outside in. I really love to help my entrepreneurs find that mind, body, spirit connection. And because as intellectuals, we tend to be in our head a whole lot. And if you're only in your head, but not connected to your body, your heart, your feelings, then there's a divide. So we need to understand. The misbalance there, you, you're saying right. that it's the confidence. If you have all your funnels, have your offer. But if you're lacking the confidence in, in yourself, in your in your product, in, in your service, then you, I, I guess you can try and mask it. But it shows, it comes through our subconscious. We're always talking to each other. They can see it. Exactly. I always talk about our frequency and our energy and the way we show up in the world. And it's not only in person or like here virtually, but also in your materials, because our energy translates to everything that we do uh, without sounding too esoterical here. The, the way that we show up, the energy in which we show up is going to determine who we attract into our world, our prospects, our clients, uh, our partners, our vendors, our collaborators, our, the podcasts we show up on, right? Everything that we attract into our business, into our lives starts with us. Mm. And it's so empowering when you learn how much control you actually do have over those things by understanding the use of your body, the use of your mind and connecting all of those together. Because our minds and our emotions are run by hormones and our more hormones can be regulated by very many things, including movement and body language, posturing, all those types of things, which is where yeah. I really get excited and passionate. I love that. The, the whole, as you said, spirit, mind and body connection, those three levels, because yes, we can control our emotions. Emotions are just chemicals. It's just yes. your brain squirting some stuff into the system and then it <laughs> makes you feel and do and act in certain ways. That's that's the science. But right. And esoterical and, and woo, because it's part of that. Woo is just science that we haven't proven yet. But you you know it. Entrepreneurs at home listening. It's like, yes, those mornings that you wake up and you're you're in a foul mood for some reason or something's not working quite right. Isn't it amazing on that day that the wrong kind of people come along, uh, calls get cancelled, uh, deals fall through, whatever it is. Yet magically, when you're oh, when you're working in flow, when you've got a bit more authenticity and alignment with your work, things just work a bit better. Deals come through the, the ceiling like magic. There's too many occurrences of this, and I'm sure you can put it together yourself, that it's true, it happens, but that's experiential, not provable through science. So these balancing these two worlds i think is is super important it really is and actually now there is science behind it i got really excited uh 
because I, you know, I've been doing this work for a long time and then didn't start where I am now, obviously. It's really morphed into what I'm doing now through all the different industries that I've worked in, all the different industries that I've worked with. Mm. And, you know, I've had light bulb moments where I realized, wow, there's something really to this. And then a few years later, I'm watching TED Talks and I'm watching um, other experts talking about the things that I've been teaching and they're actually bringing in the science behind it and why it works, which was very validating for me, of course. And, and now it's wonderful because now I can back it by the science, by the numbers and say, hey, you know, uh, the way you move, the way you present yourself, the way you stand, the way you walk, the way you talk, the mm -hmm. way you communicate, all of those things is controlled. They're all controlled by you, but they also are going to have a huge impact on the energy that you project and the way other people experience and perceive you. Nice. Because sometimes we are perceived in ways that we are not aware of because we are not self-aware about the way we show up. And so my philosophy is built on really being aware and being intentional about how you show up in your business, in your world. And let's face it, we don't always as entrepreneurs have the luxury of on a bad day, just crawling up in our bed and curling up and saying, I'm not going to show up, right? That is a recipe for disaster. We all have it's to also show a place up. that sometimes you, you need to go to, to yes. you need to have that ability of, I'm going to cancel my calls today. I'm going to cancel right. my work because for the right. greater good, it needs to happen. That, that is a fine balance. I, I know where you're coming from. It can be tough. Absolutely. Yes. But it can be almost more important to cut it down, have a hard stop. Well, and I always say there's a time and place for everything. And of course, you have to assess and you have to go back and go, OK, you know, what is it I have to do today? Are these things that I need to cancel because for the better of the greater good, as you say, or for my clients yeah. or is this something that I'm just kind of looking for an excuse for <laughs> to like take mm. some time out, right? Am I holding myself accountable? Am I showing up in the way that I should be showing up in order to reach the kind of success that I need to reach? So there's always a balance. And I think it always comes back to that awareness, that self-awareness of like, okay, what, what are the pros and the cons and what should I be doing here? But absolutely. And uh, I think sometimes... It's easy to just put ourselves in that victim spot and go, well, I'm just going to dump it all for the day. And it might not be in your best interest on that specific day. You know, there might be a big meeting or a big mm. proposal or a big something you need to show up for. And if you don't, you might lose the whole thing. Then you have to assess that and say, hey, do I have the ability to get myself to the mental, emotional space where I can show up as the very best version of myself? You know, sometimes we have to compartmentalize and we go, okay, I deal with the crap after that. But now I have to be there and I have to show up. And where this really comes from for me, Mark, is, you know, again, I was a performer for many, many years, right? Uh, sometimes you do not have an understudy and you ha don't have a choice. You have an audience of a thousand. Because the show thousand. must go on, right? The show must go on and you do not have the luxury of saying, hey, you know, I'm not feeling it today. 
So you have to find ways and you learn so much about yourself. Uh, but yeah, you know, when it comes to if there's true disaster or true trauma, of course, that's different. So it's about being able to assess the difference. Mm. So take me behind the scenes, because obviously you you know all this stuff. You coach everyone through this. Um, obviously, I mean, we were joking offline that it's like no one's immune to this. We all are going through stuff. We're all growing our business, having situations. We're all humans with chemicals flowing through our body. So we are at the whim. Awareness is a big thing. But where do you, even today, even now, when do you catch yourself in the act of, oh, crumbs, I forgot my training. Oh, I caught myself doing this. What is it for you with you know what you're doing now and where your business is going? All the time. <laughs> All the time. I mean, it, it, you and I were saying it's, you know, it's easy to be objective and look at others, especially when you're mm -hmm. experienced and see what they need to do and adjust to help them get through whatever it is they're going through. Sometimes it's a lot harder to look at yourself and go and be objective and not be too close to that thing. Um, however, uh, you know, therefore I also have specific habits and rituals and things in place that can help me through times. But, you know, one of the simple and probably um, it's just, an example is less uh, profound, maybe. But one of the things that I teach a lot is posturing. So, um, you know, posture is huge when it comes to altering the way you feel. It can, you know, eliminate pain in your body. It changes the chemicals in our brain. It does all these things. Yet, Every now and again, I'll find myself hunching over and just, you know, sitting or talking to a, a client or a prospect going, okay, you are not living what mm. you teach or what you preach. Again, it comes back to awareness. And I think for me, uh, when I find myself at those times of, oh, I'm having a bad day, I, you know, how do I get through this day? It comes back to just that awareness and getting to really know yourself and understand yourself and mm. know the things that you do and that you need to do. And that's why I say cultivating habits and those habits look different for all of us because different things resonate with different people and different things work for different people. So my process is helping my client find those things that work for them. Of course, there's the basics that we teach, the habits that we implement but yeah. there are certain things that for instance my speakers i work with all my speakers on a pre-speech ritual uh, which basically is kind of um to set the brain in that place where it's already performing before you step on stage you don't have to do those two three uncomfortable minutes on stage with those terrible nerves but that pre-speech ritual yeah. or looks different for each person for yeah. one person yeah that is a perfect bit of advice for for everyone out there i mean whether it's your your daily rituals or your personal rituals whether it's the the marketing strategies finding what's right for you think that supersedes everything everything works everything right. can work but what's right for you with the nuances of you 
the nuances of your audience of what you're trying to achieve when you're trying to achieve it there is so much that goes into that that that's where there's such variety in life there is such trial and error but you get to find the right thing for you so how is it for you tapping into your your authenticity to tapping into to hearing what's what is true for you versus here's what you're being told to do and logically makes sense and you probably should do it. How does that battle work for you? You and I talked earlier about, you know, uh, being vulnerable. And honestly, one of the things that's tough for me is I've always been a people pleaser. Okay. And this is something that I've worked through for years. And hey, I've improved a ton because I've learned it's not to my benefit to want to please everybody or to be liked by everybody, right? Mm. Um, and my husband, who is my business partner, he's he's helped me a lot with this. But we do work together. And you know how that is. You, you're in a relationship together and you work together. So I think one of my biggest challenges is that it is tempting to want to please him in business. And therefore, sometimes I lose that awareness of what it is that's best for me. Mm. So, yes, for me, the only way to really deal with that or get through that is to stop, step back and assess, you know, take a few deep breaths, slow down. Life's busy, life's crazy. Entrepreneur, you have children, you have love, your mom, you're, you know, got to get the clean house, the da 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 da. So I'm constantly rushing, rushing, rushing. And one of the things that my business coach, aside from my husband, who is also my business, used to be my business coach, and we support each other in that way, taught me is you have to be able to slow down to speed up. Mm-hmm. And that that is stuck in my head. So when I find myself in those places where I'm feeling overwhelmed and I'm feeling like I'm just in um, that automatic mode where you just do the robotic thing and we're rushing from one thing to another, I remind, I stop and I remind myself, okay, you have to step back. You have to slow down, assess what is going on. Why aren't things happening the way they should be happening? And nine out of 10 times, it's because it's so easy for us to revert back to old paradigms when we're just rolling along, right? So Mm -hmm. it comes back to awareness. And for me, it's literally stopping and slowing down. And I've started doing that more and more because again, you know, I have three children, I run three businesses, you know, I do multiple things. I take care of a whole community. I have people who lean on me every day. And sometimes we just forget to slow down. So for me, that's definitely it, is is reminding myself, okay, who am I trying to please here? (laughs) Who who is this? yourself in the moment. That's the biggest thing. You have Having those reminders like, hold on, what's actually going on here? What am I, who's driving? Who is driving this decision? What need, what desire? Um, And I love the way you brought it, slow down to speed up. Back to what we're talking about, what, five, 10 minutes ago, about how to, if you need a day to pause, a weekend, whatever, one of our recent coaching clients, she was able to, after hustling through, keep going, keep going, because she thought that was the way, actually took, actually took a week off. And magically, magically, clients came through from nowhere rather than try and push these new offers, this new thing. And she had to create a new offer 
based on people coming through. Again, it's it's magical the way this does happen. It is. You need to create the the space for that. Yeah. You have to create the space for that. And that is something that I kept running into myself because you do, 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 do. You go, 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 go. You you push, 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 push. Which you do need. And needs right, right, right. duality, right? It's always about balance, right? <laughs> My favorite word is balance. In the gym with it's because, you know, I'm also a fitness professional. So I work with people in the gym. I work with people in business. I work with speakers. And it's always about finding the balance. Mm. Yeah, it, it's the balance between the push, the pull, the start, the stop, the go, the slow down. Uh, balance is huge. And every and again, that looks different for everybody, but we all need to pause. You know, one of the important things that my husband and I implemented and in relationships too, uh, especially when you're working together, we were like, ah, the rule is seven o'clock at night, all electronic, the computers closed, the phones, the blah, 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 blah. We try not talk business after 7 p.m. at night, right? Because otherwise everything is business because yeah. our lives, so much revolves around it. And I think in the business space, I always say to my clients, you can't really separate your personal life and your business. If things aren't going well in your personal life, it affects your business. If things aren't going well in your business, it affects your personal life. Yeah, it's you so have- easy to say, just shut off, just tweet, just, just just don't worry about it. It's like, but no, again, we're human beings with emotions and chemicals take time to metabolize through our system. It's right. And these things, our brain will keep giving us these little pangs because safety all comes back down to safety. So it's all good and well saying, just shut down, just switch off. It's like in the real world, it is kind of tough for all of us at times. So you say balance is the most important thing for you. Love that, by the way. Thank you. Can you tell me (laughs) where is a place during your entrepreneurial journey that you've actually struggled with balance? Well, it comes back to, uh, again, you and I were talking about money consciousness and I had a huge block against sales and marketing. I wasn't always, well, I say I wasn't always an entrepreneur, although I always actually kind of had a side hustle. I always had my own little business on the side. I just never thought of it in my mind as entrepreneurship, right? Mm. But I never, because it was something I was truly passionate about and I felt like I was helping people, I never, I always said, if I wanted to sell and market, I would have gone to school for that. And I didn't, right? So I did not study sales and marketing. I was a musical theater major. Okay, so my biggest block and struggle was sales. To me, that was dirty word, right? And to a lot of people, that is still a word they don't even want to utter. But the reality of it is you cannot be a successful entrepreneur if you're not willing to market and sell. You cannot help people if you're not willing to put your offers out there, how can you help them if you don't tell them that you can help them? <laughs> it's, a, right? it's a business, not a hobby. And it's, but it is a, yes. it is the awkward, when you first start, it's the awkward conversation. It's a tough thing to be like, no, it's money. It's kind of the point. Right. That is kind of the point, but it is all in the perception of money, the perception of per- prosperity, 
I had sincere money blocks. I had limiting beliefs around money, about money creation, about being wealthy, right? I had, and I think that was where I had the toughest time. And I can, I can happily say I've come a long way. <laughs> but uh, finding that balance between doing what I'm passionate about for the love of it and helping others mm-hmm. and balancing that with the money piece going, I'm worth it. I can charge these prices and I can actually ask for money for what I do be you know it's not there's nothing wrong with that it's actually beneficial for those people to invest in what they need because if they don't invest they don't take advantage of it learning all this and learning about that energy exchange that thing Mm. we call money which is actually just another part of our energy exchange as helpers in this world um the truth is how many Free things do you have sitting on the shelf that you've never used? They do not serve you. The things that serve us are the things that we invest in because we are mentally and emotionally also invested in using those things for our benefit. Mm, So leveraging that concept for your advantage, leveraging that for, yeah, maybe your clients should charge more because then they get more attention back. There's more value placed on it. There's a whole plethora of, of concepts behind that. Um, yes. Love that. But I think the one thing to make it simple, it's just an energy exchange. If you can only simplify the money mindset to that one thing, it is just exactly. an energy exchange. Because money is not real. It's a made-believe thing. So it's, it's everything yeah. about what we place. So the perception and the exchange of energy is a beautiful way of, of just framing that into a more <laughs> palatable, nicer, easier concept. And honestly, that is literally what I, you know, what I tell my clients. I'm like, babe, you're exchanging energy for energy. That's it. It's as simple as that. And this is something that took me a long time to cross. Hmm. Yeah. What was it? Just Was it just time? You just needed time? Was it one principle that finally dropped and you're like oh shit I, I get it now what was it for you it, 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 can you answer that you know for me it was kind of gradual just because of yeah. my growth as an entrepreneur um, owning multiple businesses uh, it, it, it's just been a process for me but it's also I think hearing it from the right people <laughs> yeah or the you right know, time you can hear things like six seven eight nine ten times right and, and then, then that one like, time oh, shit, that's what they were trying to say it. Yes, yes. Just like, you know, hearing as a coach, really trusting your intuition can be tough sometimes, you know. Uh, I'm from a background where, you know, in the fitness industry and the beauty industry and all these industries that I've worked in, everything's about having that certificate, having that degree, having Mm -hmm. that. And you go into the coaching world and what's really valuable in the coaching world is experience and actually trusting that uh, it changed, you know, that made such a huge difference to me when I really stepped into the power of that going, you know what, you know how to do this. You're good at this because not because of the book knowledge and all the certifications and all the things that you have, but the experience living it. And going through the growth process yourself, I believe, is the greatest teacher we can have. Having the coaches, 
going through the process and then being able to duplicate that and share that and share your growth. Uh, of course, we have to have the education. That's a given. But I, I think in the end, just really trusting that you know and that you have what it takes. Love that. Vanessa, we, we can talk about this for hours upon hours, but um, yeah. thank you so much for sharing behind the scenes of your business, everything that, that you've been through and you know what your challenges were. It's so fascinating to hear that. So thank you so much for sharing. You are welcome, Mark. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, I really appreciate you and Katie both. Thanks again for having me today. Thank you. Look, if people want to find out more about, about you and what you do, where can they find you online? Uh, well, I always love new friends on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. Just look Vanessa Raymond or I have a page called Victory in Business. You can find me there or you can find me on my website, victoryinbiz.com. Or you can email me at Vanessa at victoryinbiz.com. Awesome stuff. Everyone, if you're yep. curious or want to be friends, go check it out. But Vanessa, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.